Batman universe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 163. I wrote 162 on here. That's wrong. Doesn't matter. You're not keeping track. We're episode 1767. Dude, we get paid. We get paid by every episode. Crap. Did I just dock us pay? You did. Son of a... All right. Uh... Well, how about, let's say it's 164, and then we'll... Guess what, guys? We'll get a bonus. We don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Newsflash. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, Jamie McGowmagoo McGunical. Uh, whichever you choose, I don't know anymore People which one is the real one. People are going to it's all of the above. I like, hope like so. Like, that you have multiple names. It's like signing a check is going to be right. real problematic after this. And that other voice you heard is my bat chum, my partner in crime, and... In pursuit of all things awesome and Batman, um, especially awesome though, mostly Andy, awesome, mostly awesome. Andy D. Genova, hello, Andy. Hello, what's up, buddy? It's not. It's good. good it's good. This is good. Yes, everything's, everything's terrific. Yes. everything is awesome. Yeah, everything is awesome. Agreed. Uh, my apologies, uh, personal apologies uh, about us missing the last two weeks. It truly was my fault. Uh, two weeks ago, Damn. just I didn't really, want to say it. <laughs> I'll just I'll out with it, right? Take the medicine. I right sat away. here alone, <laughs> waiting and waiting, like a kid who's waiting for his divorced dad to pick him up to take him to the park. I yeah. waited all day, yeah, and just was left with disappointment. I know that's well, all I did. Well, Andy, he actually sent me the hour that he took out the last couple weeks um, where we were supposed to record, and it's really just him sitting in this room, you know, shuffling papers. Yeah, and there's a few tears mm-hmm. hitting the table. Yeah. So that was and my And then penance. Brian shows up and he's like, I'll take you to ice cream, buddy. And I'm uh. like, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same, Brian. You can't you can't just put a, a bandage on that gunshot. Right. All right. You it's, know what? Sorry. Sorry, pal. So yeah, that was that was my fault. The first week there wasn't really much news, so I was like, oh, we'll skip a week and, and then we'll have a robust episode. And then this last week it just got busy and couldn't make it happen. So we promised a nice big robust episode today. Uh, we've got oh, tons robust. to get through. It is robust. This is robust. Yeah, this yes. is like this is like Danny DeVito's midsection in Batman Returns. Ooh. That's how robust this and is. And it's greasy and all slimy. Mm-hmm. It's got covered a, in fish guts. Yeah, it's got a wafting gross smell to it as well (laughs) which we prefer you know that's close to home for us poop stained (laughs) it's just why is there poop why (laughs) but I'm a penguin that doesn't make any sense I guess you're wearing poop up the pants a little bit more (laughs) we need more poop on the front of his underoos here please said Tim Burton uh, well, as always, we've already run off on a tangent, uh, but let's get back back into, we have a little bit of business to cover before we get going. As you've heard maybe in the past, uh, we have to promote the fact that we need, we need your money. People, people, we need your money, as they say in The Little Rascals. Uh, but due to your guys' awesome support and foot traffic to the thebatmanuniverse.net.com, uh, whichever you like to type in. Uh, our server costs have tripled, and uh, you know, with uh, that growth, we kind of have to support that financially. And so, if you guys could throw us a few shekels on the site, that would be much appreciated. If you go to the BatmanUniverse.net uh, and check on the, the scroll down and check on the right side of the page, you can donate whatever you would like to help us keep going. As we've mentioned, we do this uh, for fun and out of the goodness of our hearts, and we do enjoy it. But it does cost. Uh, something to to keep this going and it costs right. Dustin and all the other guys uh, who do the other Batman Universe uh, podcasts 
as well. So uh, any help is appreciated, um, but your listenership is is also great if you can't. So we understand. So um, head over to BatmanUniverse.net and check that donation chat donation tab. And thank you in advance, our bat chums. All right. Yeah. So let's move into the news. Let's kick off as as we usually do with movies. There are some big changes over at Warner Brothers. Indeed. Um, and so it seems that DC Films has become its own entity within Warner Brothers, yeah. and they have appointed Jeff Johns and John Berg as the co-heads of DC Films. Um, so John Berg is an executive VP of production at Warner Brothers. Jeff Johns is DC's chief content officer. They what a are going, badass title. Yeah, it's pretty chief awesome. content officer. Yeah. All the content is mine, and I am the chief. Sorry. So they are going to be heading this up, um, and this is part of Warner Brothers' new strategy to uh, create mini entities within themselves to manage what they call genre streams. And so DC is a genre stream. Um, But, of course, this also factors into the fact that the reception to Batman v Superman is not exactly what they wanted it to be. And so um, by appointing some new heads new figureheads to that content stream um hopefully you know they will course correct and the product will be something that is a little more universally accepted moving forward yeah yeah so this this transition uh, apparently immediately makes them producers on uh justice league uh which is obviously currently filming and apparently john berg immediately went to set of justice league yeah to be there I think that's great. To help manage well, what's going on. I think that's the best way to do it, too. I mean, honestly, it's like a lot of times these positions or these changes happen, and people sort of, they, they hover around, but there's not, like, much change. But I think this is the kind of thing that they these guys should be on set helping pull it in the right yeah, direction, yeah. you know, and keep it. Keep well, it's it. like if you, were, if you were put in charge of a business. Yes. And there was a $300 million project that had just started in that business. Isn't the first thing you would do, go check it out? Yes, I would. <laughs> like, see what's happening? <laughs> I would. Being in the industry that we're in, we have seen the opposition happen quite often, though. Um, people don't uh, – sometimes they don't do that. They don't dive in or they're afraid. They kind of keep at this higher level. So I, I love that they're getting into the nitty-gritty of it. You know, they're not just taking these titles as – as you know, these um, operators at a high level of DC just kind of overseeing everything and, and staying in their offices. They're getting into these uh, roles and going on set and helping really steer, you know, helping steer Justice League, obviously, which I think is good because obviously it's like the. We were fine with the divisive nature of, of um, Batman v Superman and the divisive nature of Man of Steel. Uh, but I think the general audience is is not digging it. So, yeah. so well, I mean, yeah, you I think d- a little pull is what it needs. Right. We we if we take off ho- our fan hats and what we and how much we liked the movie, yeah. And you were to just try to put yourself in the in the shoes of Warner Brothers, the people signing the checks, yeah. And you look at it, you're like, yeah, we could have, yeah, we, we could have done more. There's there are changes that need to be made. So yeah, there's so much of the that movie, uh, those movies that are. Uh, you find yourself saying, well, they are great because... And when you have to do that, yeah, that's tough. It yeah. makes it tough. So uh, Berg were, has also has a longstanding relationship with Ben Affleck. He worked with him on Argo and Live by Night, which uh, is in post-production now, I think. Sweet. And then uh, Jeff Johns is apparently 
heavily involved in post-production of Suicide Squad. So they're not wasting any time. They're getting right in there and they're uh, trying to help steer the ship. So I think that this is great news. I think it's great news. Um, You know, I I don't know much about John Berg, but I know how much I love Argo. So that's a great thing. Um, But Jeff Johns, you know, he's, he's one of us. No one has more love and knowledge for these characters than Jeff Johns. He has been involved in the films up until now, but the big question mark was always how much. Well, now it's official. He is he's the head of DC Films. Yeah. And so he now can steer the ship with much more authority than he used to be able to. Mm-hmm. So that's great. It, it makes you wonder in the day and age we live in, because this was a big outcry for a lot of people. A lot of people were saying that he should basically fill the role that he has and really kind of play... Yeah. As I always has compared um, the Kevin Feige of the studio, you know, of of Marvel Studios, he should play that role at uh, DC, and it sounds like that's that's happened pretty much. And I wonder how much of that influence from the internet um, kind of pushed that decision as well, because mm-hmm. you know maybe very little, but I'm sure that that you know there's always the sub conversations that happen that probably brought that to fruition, and I think it's awesome because it'll help. You know, it'll help more with that holistic approach where we like the the separate nature of these of these movies, and obviously Suicide Squad looks very different. Um, but you know, the holistic approach is a very good thing. So, following that, um, Jeff Johns uh, was uh, the other night on um, what's it called? Uh, late night with. Uh, Oh, is this story? Well, he was with he he did show up on Seth Meyers, but this happened before that. This oh, okay. Him. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, I I revamped the show notes. No so problem. This came from Vulture. Oh, I see. Okay, that's right. He he basically said this. Is, so he said the same thing on on late night as well. But basically, he keeps kind of hitting on uh, the hope and optimism of the of the DC universe and how that is inherently in uh, the DNA of the the DC Universe, and he, he was quoted to say, I think people make a mistake when they say Superman's not relatable because he's so powerful. Uh, I'm like, are you kidding me? He's a farm boy from Kansas who moves to the city and just wants to do the best he can with what he's got. That's the most relatable character in the world. Uh, and There's a lot of emotional underpinning of the characters and the stories. It's not that people take it for granted. They're just not as aware of it. But when it's not there, you really feel that emptiness. So... Yeah, like hitting on a, a big portion of, of a lot of the outcry from from Batman v Superman, especially. Well, know. yeah, and he's you know, and he's talking about DC in general. Yes, uh, not, not he's not specifically talking about movies. He's talking about right. DC. You're right. And so uh, you know, and I think that this factors into what's happening with Rebirth right now, and this mm-hmm. does, I'm sure, factor into how he's going to course correct with the films. Um, but he wouldn't go into detail on the film specifically. All he said was, you can connect the dots, which I think is just kind of acknowledging the fact that, yeah, there are, there are changes that needed to be made after the reception from the last film. Um, and then he, he is just talking about the overall philosophy that he's going to push forward with DC. So And, and it's the smart move. It is the, the thing that a lot of people feel has been missing from DC from the comics, from the films, and yeah. he realizes how important that is to the brand, yes. and and he's and he's pulling it back to where it should be. Great. Yes, absolutely. And That'd I also awesome. I love his comments about Superman too because I never I never understood when people would say Superman is boring because he's too powerful, and I'm like, that, is that all you see of Superman? Like, yeah. like that's so. Yeah. I thought I was so so short sighted. So I'd well, love to hear him. say I that. honestly used to think that way too. I, I didn't because he was so 
I didn't care about watching him fight people um, as a superhero because I didn't feel that was relatable because he was so when when it was seen to be as an outsider. Uh, that the only thing that could feed up, defeat him was kryptonite. And that was like the one thing that you had to work in every story. I was mm-hmm. like, well, what a challenge for the writers because this guy is so undefeatable. Understanding that also the reason that they made that character when they did and why they made him that way was because of the way things were in the world and they wanted this character to be so supreme. But I really love... Um, you know, as we've talked before, Superman now even more because of that side. The, he, he relates to humanity more mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. His who he actually is as this alien and this superpower being is not. It's not the heart of him truly. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a burden that he has yeah. to deal with. But he deals with that in the best way by saying, "This is my responsibility." You know, and it's like that's that's a Jesus story right there. It's like right. he just wants to be a regular guy. But he's burdened with this these powers, so he must do that. He feels that he must do the right thing. That's amazing, right? Like, I think we would all think probably that way if we suddenly somebody showed up and was like, by the way, you didn't know, but you have superpowers and you've had these your whole life. You'd be like, awesome. Oh, crap. You can't just go on living as you were, you know? Right. So there's a serious burden there. So, yeah, I, I love that he's hitting on that and, and the heart of of all DC will hopefully follow. Um, and I think it will under his guidance. Uh, so a couple of these stories later relate back to this. Um, so maybe we'll jump ahead to those really quickly. Um, but, uh, so, uh, in talking about, uh, the optimism and hope of, of, uh, the DC universe, uh, Jeff Johns also was talking a little bit about, um, rebirth and, in the entire launch of the DC universe in comic books as well and kind of helped uh, push that a little bit further along kind of citing that Rebirth will be that way as well and it'll be a return to hope and inspiration as well within that universe and then there was another uh, little clip that on Facebook I think um, they put online Warner Brothers posted online of Ben Affleck um, kind of giving his kudos to Rebirth as well and saying how he loves the DC Universe and this is um, you know such a great launching point, a relaunch into the DC universe and these characters. And on actually, I shouldn't say relaunch because uh, Jeff Johns also tried to make it clear that it wasn't a reboot and how that's become like yeah. this four letter word. Yeah. It's become um, a bad, a bad word in yeah. the comics world. And yes. it's not, I read number one. It's not. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's great to hear, you know, that it's, he, he kind of cited that this is sort of bringing back some of the characters that have been more obscured in the more recent years yeah. of comic books. It's certainly a realignment. Yes. But it's also, because Jeff Johns, this is what he does, and I'm kind of floored by it in a very in a very nice way that, you know, it would be very easy to just, like, say, clean the slate, yep. start over. Mm-hmm. No, Jeff Johns is like, that happened. We're not going to pretend it didn't happen, so we are going to use that that happened as the launching point for a story. Yeah. And that's what he did with Green Lantern to bring Hal Jordan back. When he brought Hal Jordan back, they were like, we could, you know, we could have just taken the easy way, which is Hal Jordan's back, forget about everything else. Yeah. But Jeff Johns was like, no, Jeff, Hal Jordan did those things, Hal Jordan is gone, and I'm going to write a story that explains why that happened and how he comes back. And yeah. he's doing the same thing with now the entire DC universe. So the New 52 happened. 
Yeah. And it's fascinating the the approach he took. And I think and I, I give the guy credit. He's incredibly creative in that way. And I love that Ben Affleck recognized that and said it. You know, I mean they're working together on the Batman solo film. Right. So Ben Affleck said, I would read anything by Jeff Johns. Effing genius. I love him. Uh, and then he said, I love DC. I'm really excited about where it's going. I, c- I couldn't be more honored or thrilled to be on board and part of the DC universe. So they have a great working relationship. And then Jeff Johns praised Ben Affleck, talking about Ben Affleck's dialogue and writing this Batman movie. And he said, uh, he's amazing at dialogue. When he reads the dialogue, I just sit there going, wow, I'm talking to Batman. Yeah. And honestly, looking at Ben Affleck's writing of dialogue, mm-hmm. can totally see it. Yeah. can totally see it. Yeah. So. It's great that these two have a little bromance going. Totally. We get to, we get to see it. <laughs> um, Who better than Batman to, to yeah. team up with the uh, chief uh, content officer over right. at uh, DC? So it's a, exciting times with DC on the comic side, on the film side, and I think Jeff Johns is absolutely the right guy mm-hmm. to be to be doing this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he definitely... He's got he's got the credentials to be in this role, uh, especially as a comic book writer. Uh, on top of it, which is great. Uh, so really excited to see all these changes and and uh, the steering of, of how these the movies and the the comic book universe um, results from these changes. Uh, moving on a little bit to uh, the. I guess a little bit back to the movie universe more specifically, um, there was this snippet of news that is kind of a, it's a shaky one at best, I think, but, you know, the internet went wild uh, with the release of this. slow news week. Yes, it was. Uh, But it was a a snippet of the new Warner Brothers studio tour, uh, and the the tour guide host, uh, John, who is in this video that they released, um, basically it takes you through a bit of the exhibit and he points out that they have the Robin suit uh, from Batman v Superman. And what he says about it is this. He said, this is one of the big things from Batman v Superman right across this way. The Jason Todd Robin suit spray painted on the front. Ha ha. The joke's on you, Batman. Those of you who know the storyline know what happened to this Robin. And everybody lost their minds because they were like, oh, Confirmed 100% that this is the Jason Todd Robin, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, obviously there's many of us that think, yes, this could totally be the Jason Todd Robin. Um, obviously that's been the conversation up to this point, well, even though it's been unconfirmed. So, uh, But I, I don't know how much we can truly confirm that because I think that was this guy John, sorry I don't have his last name, uh, taking everybody through the tour yeah. and just showing yeah. a little bit insight of the backstory of the Dead Robin story from right. the comics, not necessarily realizing that he could be sort of, in a way, semi-confirming that yes. or, or yeah. bringing the plausibility of that to to fruition. So, yeah. what do you think? I agree. I don't think this counts as confirmation. No. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I, what I like in this, too, is like, if you talk to someone at Disneyland and they tell you something about a Disney movie, yeah, yeah. They're getting paid by Disney. Yes. They're part of the same company. Yes. Is that confirmation? No. 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 And that's what I think this is. Yeah. This the tours is very separate from the people who made the movie. Right. Right. He, I think, is just saying what we've all kind of already assumed mm-hmm. is that, well, Dead Robin equals Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. We all think that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably still the case. But yeah. just because he said it doesn't mean that that's official confirmation. Yeah. Just yeah. because he, he gets a check from Warner Brothers 
and so does Zack Snyder doesn't mean that he talked to Zack Snyder and got confirmation. Well, and oftentimes and, they'll lead they'll they'll these companies will put out false rumors to lead people down a different path. Before they reveal the actual thing, so well, and that's they possible. could have let that buzz happen just because they're like, whatever. No, you know? I I just think he's just he said he knows the comics yeah. and he he said he spoke a little out of turn, yeah, and said something that we all assume is true, yeah, but it's not confirmation, yeah, it's I not. Agree. And I I've been on tours, I've heard misinformation from tour guides, sure, that you know that people know what they know and then they know the script and they combine the two yeah. and someone can misspeak all the time right. you know someone can say you know this is where batman you know batman forever which was released in 1996 and they'll just say it and people go okay and those yeah. of us go well okay that wasn't yeah 95 yes close right um but it happens all the time and when you're on video and it goes yeah to the entire internet so yeah, I think I think people jumped on a video and and are trying to call it something more than it is. Yeah, I don't. I and that's no, you know, no, nothing bad about John here. John obviously know. knows his comics, which is great. Yeah, that's great. But but until Zack Snyder or someone who actually worked on the film, mm-hmm. like the screenwriter confirms it or it's in a movie confirmed, mm-hmm. it's not a hundred percent confirmed. Mm-hmm. Still, I think it's. You know, I'm 99% sure it's Jason Todd anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I was like, God, it's a slow news week if you were trying to take a tour video and call it confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one of those things that uh, we see all the time, too, that, like you said, you know, they when people hear that you work for a company, yeah, they think that you are the same person as... That you know it all. Right? Yeah, yeah, like that you're... Be- you know, that everyone just assumes he's, like, best friends with Zack Snyder. And right. They, like, they hang out every day, and he's, like, a part of it. It's like... No, there's a ton of people that work for these companies. Yes, exactly. So, so it's like, very, exactly. very fun. You but. go to Disneyland and they tell you, oh, they're making Finding Nemo 3. Yeah. Is that confirmation? Yeah. I yeah. don't think it is. Yeah, not, not necessarily. Um, uh, yeah. So, so anyway. Kind of, kind, of, kind of fun. And it's just funny. Just, you know, anytime you see any of these things, like, catch that kind of momentum, it's it's pretty hilarious. Well, and they pulled down like, the video. Yeah. They pulled down the video because they were like, cause, well, yeah, because yeah. they were like, oh, shit. Like, we did not think that this was going to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Like, people, yeah. almost every site was like, 100% confirmed Yeah, that Jason Todd is the Robin. I'm like, 100% confirmed? No. no. Like like you said, until the movie comes out. Right. Not even then, because, uh, or, or until then, because, you know, they change crap like that all the time. That, uh, that said, I was able to go to the sneak preview of the DC Universe exhibit. Yeah, at, at Warner Brothers. Yeah, I invited you. You did. So I don't want. I couldn't. I no, just, no. I Andy, Andy invited me fully. He I gave tried me to get plenty him of time. Heads tried up. to get him to come. I couldn't. I couldn't make no, it. No, I, so. I get it. I no, get I very it. much appreciate um, that. Thank we'll you. go. We oh, will. No, it'll be terrific to show up. I kind of like this stuff, so um, it would be it would be nice. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, for those of you listening, um, if you would like to see, I'm sure you already have seen a lot of the photos and everything because now that they're out there. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see some of the photos, you can go to my Holy Batcast Instagram. Yeah, um, and I, I posted a buttload of them you and uh, lots of cool stuff there. Yeah, like all the costumes from BVS. For me, I think my favorite piece was the Robin costume and getting yeah. a really great up close look at it. Yeah. Um, all the Suicide Squad stuff is there. You can get a picture 
Well, we talked about it before. You get a picture in Harley's cell, which mm-hmm. was super cool. You yeah. get a picture with the kryptonite. Kryptonite, yeah. It's so cool. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see those photos, go to the Holy Batcast Instagram or Twitter. I posted a bunch of those. There's still a, a buttload that I haven't posted because I didn't want to clog people's feeds. Yeah. So. Well, it's nice for them to be able to see that for themselves. Yeah. And, and if they want to see more, like you said, there's definitely more of that out there. But, yeah, you know, it's pretty awesome. I, I skimmed the surface as well because of knowing, like, well, I'm going to see this eventually. Yeah, so, yeah we'll go in know. a week or two and. When my friend is back from vacation. That'd be awesome. So, yes. uh, So, much excitement about that uh, Warner Brothers studio tour and about the uh, upcoming 100% confirmed. 100%. Hashtag confirmed. (laughs) Yes. Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Uh, Also, they have the bat creature. So, I'm going to 100% confirm that that is man bat. Whoa. Just while we're at it. Wow. Yeah. See, we all thought it might be some kind of a mutated swamp rat. I mean, we were thinking it was some kind of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. That's Splinter. Obviously, that's breaking out. Um, you know, but uh, never mind. Never mind all that. Uh, Andy has confirmed it. Uh, so moving on. And I know because I was there. You were there. I know. I saw the whole thing. Um, so a little bit, a small piece of news. Uh, producer Charles Roven has been shifted as well in his role in these movies. Um, we got the story from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, so the veteran producer has worked on all the DC Comics movies at Warner Brothers since 2005's Batman Begins. will no longer be producing certain DC movies. Um, uh, talks are underway to have Roven uh, seg- segue to a different role going forward. Uh, likely that of an executive producer who's not involved so much in the day-to-day stuff. Um, he's definitely going to be a producer on some sequels to the movies he's currently producing, uh, but the extent of his involvement uh, and which titles he would work on is sort of evolving, according to many sources, uh, who also stress that no d- final decisions have been made. He's a key member, not only the DC slate, but of the Warner Brothers family said a studio spokesman so obviously we've heard a lot from charles roven in the past and commenting on the movies and really giving us a lot of really fun information before these movies came out so he's obviously a key role to them at warner brothers but again in in uh kind of uh pursuit of this kind of reworking over at at, over at dc and warner Mm. brothers um you know not surprising to hear they're kind of shifting people around so great great to hear that they're not just like I'm just glad they're not going, you know, much like Rebirth, not just chopping everybody and right, say, hey, right. having heads roll because it's not like that they've done a bad job. It just needs to be retinkered a little bit. To right. Well, and, I, and then there's also it, it just makes sense. I mean, number one, again, it, the news is 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 almost non-news at this point. Yeah. It may be shifting. No decisions have been made. And he's still good. He's still producing these movies, and he still might produce the sequels to the movies he's produced. Yeah, I mean, but then he might be an executive producer on the other movies. Yeah. So, which makes sense with the slate right. that full. Is he going to be able to produce every single one of those movies? Like, yeah. he's going to need some help. Right. So, I I don't think it's that big of a deal, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot Again, of time, on a slow news week, the yeah. headlines were like more BVS fallout. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just Acting like, like I don't, it was just I don't think it's block. that big a deal yet. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've seen a million times these sort of reshifts. A lot of times, by title, seem like a big deal, but honestly, it's just a restructuring of like people's involvement in things. Right. These these sort of things happen a lot more organically than a lot of people realize. It's not like oh, he gets this title shift and then. Boom! Like mandated, he can only spend five days on set of this movie, and his involvement in this decision making is cut by twenty five percent. It's it's really not that way. It's just probably more of a, like, 
hey man, like you're doing great, but we're gonna have like we're gonna bring more people in to help, and this is just gonna be more of a right. you know a whirlwind of more ideas happening and and help with all this stuff. So all good, all good. I think I'm sure yeah. he's fine with it, and and you know he's still a great great guy in his role. So happy to see him moving along uh, in all of that. So I think that's all we have for kind of related to to the BVS stuff. Yeah, so um, Suicide Squad, yes. a couple other things. Uh, Cara Delevingne uh, talked a little bit about her bizarre Suicide Squad audition. Um, and we all kind of assume the Enchantress is going to be the villain of Suicide Squad, but yes. it's still not confirmed. We don't know yet. Um, but anyway, uh, so... David Ayer apparently, because the character is so weird and 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 strange, yeah. David Ayer took her through a weird audition process to prepare for the role. <laughs> so here's what she said to W Magazine about auditioning and preparing and winning the part. She said, "I met the director David Ayer at a hotel in London on a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a novel. Yes. He didn't tell me anything about the movie. Instead, he showed me pictures of these amazing, enlightened, powerful, but very evil women. Spoke to me about addiction and mental illness." Which which are things I find very interesting. The next time I met David was at his house in L.A. He asked me to read a scene from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I loved the play and had acted it in school when I was 17, so I was excited. Somehow, when we were doing the scene, I became livid. I hadn't felt rage like that in years, and then I got the part. There still wasn't a script, but David asked me to go and try and find a forest, and if it was a full moon, get naked and walk through the woods with my feet in the mud, which I did. There wasn't a full moon, but I howled like a wolf. It would have been really funny if someone had seen me. Ah, to have seen that. Yeah. Can you imagine? You're like, you're there, you just like, out camping or something, and you see that, and you're like, footage or it didn't happen, basically, because right? no one is going to believe you. Like, that's... I love it though. Like it is I, it is suitably dark and bizarre, yes. as as was promised. Yes, I'll give you that. Absolutely, like that's one of those things that, um, I really wonder in those moments because sometimes you do things that or you hear these stories and you're like, how do they go through this process and not be like, all right, seriously, this is ridiculous. This yeah. is kind of stupid, right? The fact that she said she was doing kind of going through that play and um, became livid. You know, that's pretty cool, actually. Like, that kind of just, whatever, however that happened, like, that came out from within her, obviously being inspired. And and so, obviously, David Ayer hit the right notes when it came to inspiring her to, to, uh, you know, let that side of her out. Did you hear about Will Smith's dark and bizarre audition process for this film? No. (laughs) So, to get the role in Suicide Squad, Will Smith said, I'm Will Smith. (laughs) And then got the role. Dang. Wow. That's that's weird. It's good to be the king. That's dark and bizarre. All <laughs> so right. dark and bizarre. So bizarre. Um, so dark. So, more Suicide Squad <laughs> moving away from Enchantress to Diablo. Yes. Uh, uh, F discussion. I don't know what this says right here. Uh, but... Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to catch up. The text is all it's okay. Small. So Jay, Jay Hernandez talked about his character's history in the comics. He said, as a lesser-known member of the squad, there wasn't as much anticipation, and there wasn't people saying, you're veering off doctrine. There's a certain level of freedom that I thought was great. Um, the actor also talked up cast relationships uh, with director David Ayer, saying, as things would come out about certain individuals, stuff that David did not know, would... 
would be so perfectly connected to the character they were playing. How did he know that before he even heard the story? He's so effing intuitive. Somehow he sees qualities in people that come from something, and he knows how to use that to get in the character he's trying to put out there. Yeah, so that pretty awesome to hear a little bit more about these side characters. Obviously, you know, people well, I didn't know very much about Diablo. Well, so. and, and I love that he, so cool. he acknowledges that. He's like, nobody knows about Diablo. Yeah. Nobody cares about I mean, someone does. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, someone yeah. cares about Diablo. Someone cares about Diablo. It wasn't me. Yeah. Um, that he's like, there's freedom in that. Like, nobody has expectations for this character, so we get to do what we want. Yeah, exactly. Like, make it great. <laughs> make it do, do what you like. Um, a little bit more weight in uh, the following character, and we've heard a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because Andy does it better. Uh, but about Killer Croc. And, actor uh, AAA. Actor AAA, yes. Uh, he was quoted to say, uh, he told ComingSoon.com, uh, at, at the time you meet him in this film, he's a fully-fledged criminal. He's really one of the baddest criminals known to be roaming in Gotham, hence his lockup in Arkham. He's tangled with the Batman, and here he is amongst these other foes. He's very much a formidable force at the time you meet him. Uh, the interesting, interesting side note that he said uh, was that he had tangled with Batman. Uh, he was previously non-committal as to whether or not we actually see him fight Batman on screen, uh, but this further supports the rumor that Croc and Batman will meet face to face for us all to see. So obviously, that would be hope so. really amazing. So I'm really hoping um, that they do that. I mean, th- this is a character that they have played around with in the comics, so there's a little yeah. bit of freedom too. Like obviously, design wise, you know, they can go different ways, and backstory wise, somewhat consistent, but um, you know. Him fighting Batman in the sewer, please let that happen. Some, like that's yes. just that's just one of, that that's going to be one of those moments. I'm going to be like, dude, this is on screen right now. This is amazing. Uh, so love hearing more from these guys about Suicide Squad. But moving on to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman is wrapped filming. Um, and director Patty Jenkins went on Twitter to share her thoughts about it. First of all, she shared this awesome cast and crew photo. Yeah, uh, and it was terrific. And Gal Gadot was right there in the front in costume. Yes, this was awesome. Um, and she also and she also just kind of praised everybody who worked on it about how Gal Gadot was a uh, a real life superhero and about how Chris Pine's one of the greatest people she's ever worked with. So everyone seems really happy uh, wrapping Wonder Woman. So that was super exciting. That's about it, really, honestly. And yeah, yeah. The, there's not much. It's kind of That's just it. filler. It's, it's the wrapped, and they're, so they're it's wrapped. It's done. They're moving they're on moving, to post production. Moving into post production. Yeah, pretty exciting. So it's it's always cool when that's in the can, you know, and you know, like, well, this movie is made. It's, coming, it's all yeah. about just tinkering. I've seen a couple articles in the last couple of days talking about how it's the first movie directed by a woman that cost over a hundred million dollars. Really? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. That's shocking. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really shocking. Wow. That's cool. Uh, moving on to a little bit of Justice League news. Uh, Jeremy Irons has confirmed that he will reprise the role of Alfred. Uh, I can't remember if this was confirmed already, but I guess not. Uh, it seemed like it was. Uh, as the butler turned mechanic in this year's Batman v Superman, uh, the actor told Showbiz 411 that he will turn for not only Justice League, but also the solo film, the Batman solo film. Uh, isn't surprising, obviously, as, you know, pretty much everybody, I think, that played their roles in Batman yeah. v Superman is going to be reprising their roles <laughs> if, in whatever following yeah. movies have them in it. If Jim Gordon's going to be in Justice League, it's pretty safe bet Alfred is, too. Yeah, I'd say that's not too much of a reach. Uh, Booster Gold news, Andy. Yeah, what? so uh, there might be a Booster Gold solo film. Um, Birth Movies Death has reported that Zach Stentz, who wrote Thor and uh, a 
some of X-Men First Class and Agent Cody Banks, is writing the script for a Booster Gold film. And that Greg Berlanti is producing and possibly directing. So uh, this is in active development. And uh, it look it seems that you know DC is committed to expanding their brand and yeah. doing different things and different flavors. Uh, so this is super super cool. Well, who better than Greg Berlanti? I mean, that guy. The guy's earned it. The guy has really earned you it. You know, he's, like I mean, he, he has he's shown been, that he knows how to handle these superheroes. Yes, yeah. you know? and he's he's shown nothing but love for the DC universe and has created this really uh, compelling and impressive TV universe. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Letting him get more involved in the films is a good move. And Booster Gold, I think, could be super fun and different. Yeah, it's cool because he's taken so many characters who have been sort of side characters of people that characters people don't really know and made Mm -hmm. them so prolific. You know, it's who better. Uh, So awesome to hear all that that, uh, movie news. Moving on to a little bit of TV news, uh, really not news uh, right now. I guess we'll hit this first part. Um, So Supergirl had moved from CBS to the CW. That's kind of old news now. It's about three weeks old. Uh, And they have announced their 2016-2017 TV schedule. Um, Supergirl will stick to Mondays, uh, but there are big crossovers planned for all these shows. Um, Yeah, they've already announced a crossover for... Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. One crossover for all four. Wow. Which is just awesome. That's so that cool. That is so cool. It's like great I, way to I, I you know, I, I love that Supergirl has moved to CW. I wish it had started there. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it, I'm just glad it's gonna be back. Because yeah, I, I love the show. I honestly feel like that sort of just, it just belongs, you know, yeah. over there. It's kind of weird that it was a departure. So now they're all one big happy family and there's gonna be a, a lot of crossovers planned. Uh, but we also wanted to talk a little bit about Gotham. We haven't talked about Gotham in a long time. We have been watching it and yeah. keeping up. I'm, I still haven't seen the finale. Okay. So okay. I'm one behind. Okay, that's cool. Um, but I did see the return <laughs> of the fish. Yes. And I, th- I thought Jamie and Brian love this. Oh, my goodness, love the fish. This. And I love that they even took uh, the opportunity to not they they could have revamped her into a different character because yeah the process in which she was rejuvenated was something that Hugo Strange was doing creating these monsters in the basement spoilers of, of the guys spoilers I mean, obviously sorry if you um, if you're not watching Gotham well if you're not watching it you don't care yeah you don't care but uh, um, yeah so it probably doesn't matter but just know that they're getting they're really this has gotten back to a little bit more of like the zany comic bookiness of the yeah. show you know earlier this season it was a lot more kind of like a Gotham detective show which I dug you know uh-huh. but they've really gotten back into some of the craziness of uh, and the more comic bookiness of, of the show which is cool so anyways yeah he, she was rejuvenated and they had, they had the opportunity to um, give her a new identity because Hugo Strange had done so with other of his experiments. He had rejuvenated people and basically given them a new persona because they didn't remember who they were. Right. Uh, that coincided with their power. So he did that with the guy, um, uh, uh, Basil, Basil Carlo, who was... Um, he became Clayface uh-huh. in, in the show, spoiler alert, and he played... Um, uh, Gordon for a little while, which is really fun. I won't spoil any of that for you. Um, but they didn't. They, they well, Fish yeah. Mooney came back yeah. and, and she was Fish. She was. She tried to give her an identity, and she's like, "No, I'm, I'm Fish, fish Mooney." Mooney. <laughs> I just was like, "Oh my god!" Of course, of course, they got to keep the fish in here. So, 
very funny. Uh, what do you think of the show this season? I, overall, I enjoy it. You know, yeah. it's I, it, for me, it's still lower on my my pile, which mm-hmm. is why I still haven't watched the finale. Yeah, um, but I still enjoy it enough. Uh-huh. I I like it. I like that it's just kind of bonkers now. Yeah. Like, it was a couple episodes ago, I was watching it, and I was like, you know, it's not the best show on the air, but I just watched Alfred have a, a knockdown, drag-out sword fight with Azrael. Yeah. Where else are you going to see totally, that? Totally, Like, yeah. it's insane, but I like the insanity. I like the Mr. Freeze stuff this season. Um, I like Azrael. I think Hugo Strange is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wish they would just make it a Batman show because at this point everything is kind of you know like it's full on Mr. Freeze but there's still no Batman yeah. So like, that's weird, but I'm enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, it is It is strange to have them embrace it's these It's Hugo Strange line. to have yeah, that. Yeah, it is very Hugo Strange to have that. Hilarious. Um, but it, it's found a, a decent <laughs> a foothold for itself and kind of teetering in between, you know, the, the crazy, zany stuff and, you know, more, a little bit more of the serious stuff. But, yeah, I agree. Um, to, to have... So many of these villains um, be really who they are, yeah. essentially. Well, they've almost. been teasing the owls now for a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there. It's like when you consider that it's like okay, Bruce Wayne as Batman is about five percent there, right? To to being Batman, yeah. And Mister Freeze is about ninety eight percent, yeah. Who he right. is, Hugo Strange, hundred percent, yeah. 100% Hugo Strange. Yeah. yeah. You know, I get it that they can play with these timelines. Right. But considering these are all supposed to exist in the same time frame, you know, essentially, I'm like, well, I guess you can age up Hugo Strange 20 years and then right. Bruce Wayne will be Batman and he still would be relevant. But it is, it is, I, I don't necessarily understand the hard line of not having it be Batman right. anymore. Right. Not, not, I used to kind of understand a little bit. Um, but when well, you have these yeah, characters so yeah. like the villain, the rise yeah. of the villains, and it is these Batman villains. Because like, when they started, they were very much holding that back, yeah. and you're like, okay, they're really going to stick to their prequel uh-huh. world. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're right. When Mister Freeze is walking around in his freeze suit, freezing people, mm-hmm. you're like, well, now we're just we're just there. Yeah, and yeah. take it take it a little bit out of the realm of Bruce Wayne being a kid. Involving himself in this stuff. Although the kid is good, give I like him a, him a no, lot. Yeah, I think you he's know? great. I think no, he's really good. Give him a little bit more like fighting training, and get him out there doing some fighting, you know, mm. and that kind of thing. Like let him stretch out a little bit beyond just the kid Bruce Wayne. Considering we're seeing so much of the villains and and everybody be so much of who they are in the comics. So, anyways, we're enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I still so, enjoy it. Yeah, I still you know I look forward to it. Yeah, it's 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 a good show. It's I'm, not a I'm chore. Happy. No, you know, it's like there are the shows that become a chore. This one's not. I'm like, oh, cool, Gotham yeah. was on. I'll yeah, watch I really it. enjoy it. It's it's very it's very fun. Uh, so, but so. there's a new DC show. Yes, that may or may not be a chore depending on where you stand. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. We I brought this up yesterday at uh, our Tuck Comics run, uh, or or I guess as of yesterday it was our um, Philly G, uh, our G Comics run. Yeah, Philly Chista Comics. Run. Comics. <laughs> Chista Comics run. Uh, as we venture sometimes uh, and stray from the comics or the Taco Bell every once in a while about this show Powerless uh, which is essentially this uh, you described it well as it's the office with some superhero stuff it's the office but instead of making paper they're an insurance company and they live in the DC universe and so they do all these insurance claims for damage by superheroes yes Um, so yeah the, the trailer was leaked 
It was pulled down. It wasn't official. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I just I just figured it was like, well, I didn't even look that exactly. much into it. Because <laughs> so, yeah, so, it got pulled down a few hours later. Uh, I don't know if it's back up or if they've put a f- an official version out, but the trailer came it's out. It's a finished trailer. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. some weird... Yeah. We all watched it. And, um, and yeah, so it is a sitcom set in the DC universe, and in this trailer, you see Crimson Fox in live action. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one thing I said. I'm like, who would have ever thought we would see Crimson Fox yeah. in live action? And yeah. I, I even had another friend go, who the hell is Crimson Fox? And I, I sent him, I remember her. I, I, remember didn't, her. I didn't know who Crimson Fox She's was. She's yeah. very D-list, you yeah. know. Yeah. But I sent, like, a, a photo, and he goes, oh, yeah, she does look familiar now uh-huh. that you send it. So I do remember her, mm-hmm. but um, she's in it. And then they name drop tons Pretty of people. Pretty much, yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman, Aquaman, Hawkman, Green Lantern. Um, but anyway... Uh, it stars, stars Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. Of Sucker Punch fame. Yes. And High School Musical. <laughs> Sucker Punch fame. Uh, do you think she likes that? Do you think she would <laughs> like the, the kudos? She looks great. She, she looks... <laughs> I like her. I like I've, I've always think she's... she's. I mean, I don't, I don't think she's like the greatest actor in the world, but I'm like, I like her. She's. I, she I find the, her pleasant. She's very likable in the trailer. Yes. Um, she definitely seems to be the lead, uh, but mm-hmm. also Alan Tudyk is like the new boss. And then um, I love him. Man. Abed from Community, yes, is in this. Yes. Um, so anyway, he's what one did, of these. What characters. did you think of this? Uh, I. It's funny because I thought it was fun, um, but yes, I could see it being, like you put it, a chore. You know, to keep up with it. I I feel like it, it'll be one of these shows uh, that I'll have like on Hulu, and when I'm all caught up with stuff, or I'm kind yeah. of just like. Or I binge watched folding uh, clothes, like yeah, like folding clothes. Yes, <laughs> so true, man. And I'll throw that on and enjoy <laughs> it, and I'll be fine with it. But uh, I don't think I'll be begging for it. Or if it were to be canceled after the first season, I wouldn't shed too many. I'll tears. be begging for it from Vanessa Hutchins. Well, <laughs> I mean, not that I would. And and Alan Tudyk. As I yeah, well, I he's, mean, he's Wash. <laughs> have you ever seen uh, Chuck and Dale vs. Evil? Yes, dude. So great. He's, Come he's, on. He's, great. he's fantastic. Um, so, from, uh, the, you know, there was five of us yesterday, and this was brought up, and everyone's yeah. like, what a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, Brian that looks destroyed like. it. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, that looked all right. <laughs> yeah. I kinda, that looked all right. I like, brought it up like, oh, it might be yeah, fun. Like, I, wa- I definitely don't, I'm not like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. How many days? Yeah. Nothing like no, that. But no. I was like, oh. All right, cool. I'll give it a shot. You know, like I'm, I'm open to it. It feels like a nice show for people who don't want to watch like a super. You know, it's not a superhero titled show. Um, like I find even my girlfriend like sitting down and watching Supergirl with her. I thought that would be like she'd be totally into it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think maybe it's just too superhero or yeah. for her. You know, it's there's a certain level where people have a hard time getting into it. And I think it's a stigma thing, really, yeah. more than the fact that the show is not good because it is a great show yeah, and great she show. did enjoy it. Yeah, and she has enjoyed it. Um, but this might be like one of those in between shows that maybe people will find an easier transition into the superhero world if they're not that into it because it's kind of like The Office and yeah. it's quirky and it's fun. You know, so. Who knows? Who knows? It could it could it could hit some marks. Some of these shows they find they find their own when they get on their way. Right. And and they, they kinda hit, you know, much like the office, how many office comedies have we seen? You know, yeah. it, there's been a million. But that one hit the right marks and it gets the right characters. So I, I mean I like how much they're 
being overt about being in the DC universe. Yep. I expected them to hold that back. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I didn't expect them to be like, oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. We, we won't they, see her. I no. Mean, and, and one point that Brian made that I think was very valid, though, is the fact that this isn't connected to anything. And yeah. That's, like, and where that's, is it? And that's the biggest thing that, like, where I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. Like, it's not connected to the movies. It's not connected to the Arrowverse. Yeah. It's not connected to Supergirl. So right. it's just this weird little... Which, why not? Yeah. You know? Like, it's why, this weird little thing out there. Yeah. And that's where I think that it it's bizarre. Yes. Because... What is it? But still, yeah. like, looking at the trailer, I was like, yeah, okay, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Not, not much more to it than that, I would say. So check out the the trailer whenever it comes back online. Yeah, uh, whenever the official version is released. Whenever the official one is released. And uh, give the give the pilot a shot at the very least, you yeah. know, I would say. Uh, so that's I did for, see. I did see a lot of people say it was a terrible trailer, and I was like, "Oh, really? I didn't think it was that bad." Yeah, I, for some reason, hey, it, I thought it was kind of fun, know? but I, I don't have know. Terrible taste. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes you know we enjoy things too much, Andy. That's, that's our problem. We're way too easygoing and positive. Certainly, on this a crap. It deserves to be destroyed and killed with fire, Andy. Do you not know this? Yes. Uh, moving on to comics. A category we only every so often cover because pretty much the BatmanUniverse.net yeah. has handle. it handled. Uh, reviews on every comic book you can find. So if you're into comic book news, we definitely always recommend uh, the other comic podcasts and the BatmanUniverse.net. But this was kind of a fun little piece uh, for obviously DC Rebirth. Some of the changes that are happening, we're looking at a image of Batman and the Joker, and the Joker. Looking kind of like somebody. Yeah, looking familiar. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess um, comic book artist uh, Raphael Albuquerque has taken to his Instagram account. I think he's the guy that did that Batgirl cover, I, th- I believe. Oh. I believe that's him. The name sounds familiar. Yes, I think you might be I right. I think it is him. Uh, he revealed his exclusive variant cover for Batman uh, number one that's coming out in June. And it's spoiled that it looks like the Joker uh, will have following the events... Wait. The look that the Joker will have following the events of Rebirth number one. Um, he doesn't have the tattoos or the grill, apparently, but um, which actually he could because he his might, mouth he's is closed smiling, and he's yeah. in a suit. <laughs> so we but have he no is, idea. he is very Leto-esque. Yes, he's wearing a white suit. Uh, he's very cleaned up. Um, uh, the high and tight kind of hipster haircut. Uh, Joker, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. I, I dig it. it I dig it, it looks, too. I like it. It's nice, like yeah. owning this new look. You know, it's take take took me a little while I mean, to cool. get yeah. into it, but like the well, fact that it doesn't feel really wishy washy, yeah. it feels very consistent. Yeah, I, I did. But like you lose the two most controversial elements, which is the tattoos and the grill, and you realize how good that Joker is. Yes, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and those are the elements that I thought were kind yeah. of weird. Which is what I said on day one. I'm like, take away the tattoos and the grill. This yeah. is my favorite Joker I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, but. They added them. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but I, I know. I think that's cool. I love that they're embracing this look. Uh, it'll be interesting because this is a variant cover. Is is he going to look like that in the comic? Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe it's just for the variant. I mean, how many freaking times have we seen that? Because, yeah, because you see a variant cover and you go, whoa, and you open the book and it has nothing to do with what's inside the book. Like 99% of the covers that have Batman with a Joker smile yeah. on it, which we've seen so many times. Right. Doesn't have that Never in the comics. But it's a great cover every yeah. time. 
so yeah, very interesting to see whether or not that will actually play out as as his look. We saw Greg Capullo draw him in a similar way, kind of the high and yeah. tight haircut, yeah. um, but not as not the really clean cut version right. uh, that we're seeing here. So pretty exciting, and I yeah. really wonder also how it may change uh, how his persona may change. You yeah, know, if we're going to get more of an eloquent kind of talking uh, uh, Joker well, and, in his more and once controlled... You, once you read Rebirth number one, uh-huh. oh. we can talk about it. Yeah. Because it's interesting we, as to how, I think this we should factors, talk about how this factors in. I think we should talk about it. Spoil it. It's fine. Because well, the, I think The people... mystery out there, uh-huh. the mystery that's, that's set up in Rebirth number one that a lot of fans don't like, but I'm willing to wait and see what happens, is the fact that Batman... In, in, in Justice League, mm-hmm. he was uh, he became the god of knowledge in the last arc on Justice League. He took over this this like chair from Mobius. I think I'm remembering mm. that right. Um, and he like he, basically he became like omniscient. Really? And when he became omniscient, he asked about the Joker, and the chair told him that there are three Jokers. What? So that's all we know right now. All we know is that the chair told him that there are three Jokers. And he has no idea what that means. We don't know what that means. Uh. And that's going to, I think, launch into into probably the new Batman book. Very cool. Is this investigation. A lot of fans freaked out and they're like, F rebirth, kill it with fire, you know? <laughs> kill it with fire. And I'm like, well, let's see what that means. I don't know what that means yet. <laughs> like, like... My interpretation is absolutely 100% correct and kill it with fire. Like, like, like what? it's an interesting mystery. You have no idea. I want to see how it plays out. And if at the end of it, yes, there are three different Jokers running around and, like, they're, I don't know, like, whatever, they're clones or something stupid, then I'd be like, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. But I want to see what happens. I feel like it could be, uh, this could be very easily, like, the three sides. He has three sides of his persona, you know? Like, much like we saw them do, um, he had this duality to him. In the death in the family, uh, or death of the family story arc with Snyder, yeah, where it started as his love for Batman, his admiration, because without Batman, he wouldn't be him, and vice versa. And so he was like, you know, I'm your servant. I I yeah. love you. And and then and then once the tables turned, uh, and he had decided, it was like, well, now I'm your nemesis again, yes. and I'm going to bring forth. Every bit right, of yeah. Hell De- I Death can. of the Family was about love, and then Endgame was about Endgame. Hate. Yes, thank hate. you. Yeah. Was about the hate. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. I yeah. like I like that duality of him. So that's I, an I interesting. It, that's an interesting take. I could see I, it being actually that side of it, yeah. more metaphorical than anything. But either way, I mean, as we've said before, that's the beauty of these characters. <laughs> you can play with right how I the stories are told. I didn't like Leatherface Joker. Oh yeah, when he when his face was off and then tied back on, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was, it was just like gross to be gross, you know. Yeah. And, it, and I felt like it was trying too hard to be different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, it's temporary. not forever. It's temporary. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where they're going with that and to see if this factors in somehow. I have no idea. But yeah, that's very cool. Very excited to so see where that turns. Read Rebirth. Yes, indeed. Please do. In other news. Uh, and this is very other news. Uh, DC superhero girls are heading to Cupcake Wars. So we haven't covered DC superhero girls in a while. Uh, but Cupcake Wars will feature a DC superhero girls themed episode. And the details are as follows. 
In this episode, the contestants will compete using their mightiest baking superpowers to bring Wonder Woman, <laughs> Supergirl, Batgirl, and the rest of the DC superhero girls to life as delicious cupcakes. Ooh. Guest judges Ashley Eckstein, voice of Cheetah on DC Superhero Girls, and Shay Fontana, writer on DC Superhero Girls animated series, and the author of DC Comics' original graphic novel, DC, DC Superhero Girls Finals Crisis. Hilarious, I love that. Uh, will help to determine the winner of this action-packed episode. Only one talented baker will receive these $10,000 grand prize, plus the opportunity to have their cupcakes featured at a party celebrating DC Superhero Girls. Uh, if you ever watch these cupcake horror shows, I haven't. No. They're great. They're very fun. Like but I do enjoy a good cupcake. So. I, well, I know you do. I, I like cupcakes. You, you do. I like wars. D- you do. I like DC superhero okay. girls. Souls. These. I mean, I. I. There should be no reason it's, for me not to it's, watch this. It's. It's going to happen, and we're all excited for it. So they, 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 it's really great to see these people who obviously have to make something delicious, which is a task in its own, um, really fit the theme and embody the theme. Uh, I think there's usually three contestants, and they kind of have these mm-hmm. sort of layered um, versions of, of how they, they do each cupcake and what the theme is. Um, so very fun to see how these come come to life. And I can't wait to see it. Uh, the only problem is, is like, you don't have cupcakes at the ready on hand and you watch the show uh-huh. it's a it's disaster painful it's just like watching the food network on an empty stomach it's right. like it's pretty much torture yeah like, what are you doing to yourself so it's like it's like watching porn when your significant other isn't there <laughs> it's very it's much like that. like that very much like that oh my dear lord uh <laughs> Not touching that one. <laughs> or something. Not touching that one. Uh, uh, anyway. Anyways, looking. I don't, and, we don't, and, we don't know what just talking about. And honestly, there was another another uh, article this week about how DC Superhero Girls is such a high priority for Warner Brothers. Yeah. And how they they see it to be a billion-dollar brand. So wow. I love to see them committing to this because I think they're so cool. I haven't watched any of the, the animated um, series. Me either because they're only online, right? Like, yeah. It's like not, they're not... Yeah. I, I have to seek them out. Like, yeah, I'd love to check it out at yeah, least because generally check. I know that's not really for me necessarily or but, catering to but I like my all these age. Characters. But yeah, it's yeah. it's cool. The designs are great too. They have a great look they to are. them. They're great. Um, anyway, moving forward to some merchandise, and there's tons of we got to slam through this. Tons of merchandise. But basically, we should just lead with this. Um, everything that we're going to talk about here, we pulled directly from the BatmanUniverse.net. Uh, so to see anything or get any of the details that we may have sort of glossed over uh, for time's sake. Please go to the BatmanUniverse.net and check it out for yourself as there's uh, all the information we're going to talk about uh, and more and then images of everything that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yes. So uh, first up, uh, Imagine X, which are those cool little uh, toys and sets and action figures for little kids. Yeah. So things, you know, they... They're kind of like these chibi, like big-headed, big-hands, you know, squatty little versions of the characters. So uh, there's some new Batman sets here. There's a Robo Batcave complete with a Robo exosuit for Batman. And then the other set includes Red Robin and Batman with a new Batmobile. Um, So those are fun. I kind of want the Batmobile just because it comes with Red Robin. It's pretty rad. Uh, Uh, We bought our nephew one of these for Christmas. uh Not one of these two that they're showing, but one of the older ones. uh And even that one... 
the Joker felt very. Oh, I remember seeing it. I think I sent yes. you a photo. Yes, like not completely because uh-huh. his outfit was completely different, but uh-huh. the the way the head was and the hair looked very. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. It's very. They're really good about that. Like yeah. they they find this cool blending, so everything kind of feels yeah. unanimous, like the same. You know, so these are super cute. I love them. I'm gonna have love kids it. just so I can buy it for them. Yeah, that's, that's the right move. To, that's the reason the only, to have kids, as we all reason. know. Only it's reason. so you can get yep. and justify the toys and have somebody to play with. Uh, so moving on to uh, Lego Dimensions. Uh, so you uh, jump forward, Batman Unlimited. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, Batman. Oh, I Unlimited. thought that was in the same thing. So no, we talked about the Batman Unlimited animated films. Uh, oh yeah. In the past, so they have had Animal Instincts and Monster Mayhem. If you liked the music from those films, you can get the soundtracks uh, on something.com. But that's something, S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G.com. And you can buy both of those soundtracks for $9.99 each. Yes. Now on to Lego Dimensions. Yes, sorry about that. Uh, Lego Dimensions has released the the now slacking. I'm not God. giving the love to to Animal Instincts. It's a good thing you're sitting Batman over there, Limited. I know. Gosh. I'll try harder. Uh, Lego Dimensions has released the next wave of figure packs, which includes Bane as one of the latest fun packs. It is available now. So I haven't heard how this is doing, and I haven't played these because it's, it's, hard, it's hard enough to find I, time I and then inve- the extra yeah. quiche to I invested in, in Disney Infinity. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I, did not so do, I did not do Lego Dimensions. Yeah. But it's tough. I know the Batman's part of Lego Dimensions, but I still need to play the Arkham games. Yeah. So anyway. I played the Lego Batman games, and I love the blending, the, oh, yeah. the sandboxiness of yeah. this. Uh, the idea is, is phenomenal, but... Um, I hear it's fun. I as a grown man with yeah. a limited schedule, right. it's kind of tough sometimes. Uh, anyway, yes. luxury fashion company Valentino has teamed up with DC Comics for some special sneakers featuring Batman. Uh, so there's a pair of sneakers here that will cost you a pretty penny. $895. How much, if you had to guess how much those shoes were and where you... But if I didn't know, yeah. I would have said like 60 yeah, I would. You know, I, that like, might even be a little high for me. Like, I, this shot is not flattering that we have, unfortunately, of these shoes because maybe the side is cooler. Um, yeah, it looks like a pretty cool design. But a, they're velcro velcro straps, which that's good because I don't know how to tie my shoes. I mean, that's so, that's awesome convenience wise. But is. you don't see a lot of all high of a sudden end it's velcro. <laughs> like that's not high end velcro. You don't really <laughs> the the finest, <laughs> the artisan made velcro. Like it doesn't even make the. Noise. It's, it's just silent. It's, it's made by children over twelve years of age. Yeah, so you know it's well. So done. you got to pay for it. Yeah. These, they have insurance plans. It's not going to pay for itself. Uh, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> okay. uh, I would guess like this. this I hate to say it, but it looks kind of like a TJ Maxx pair yeah, of shoes. Yeah, I was only saying sixty because it was like this special company. But I was going to say you're yeah, you're being pretty forgiving. I mean. If I, I would I would pass these by. Do you know what I could buy for nine hundred dollars? If they were more than thirty dollars, yeah, a lot of stuff. stuff. Plus, I like laces. I'm not a big fan of the Velcro personally. I, I like so, them. Yeah, so. Everyone, everyone around the retirement community, <laughs> will, I will. We'll, we'll be like, look at that guy. <laughs> look at that guy. With his... Can you believe those are $900 shoes yeah. he's wearing? I can't. So if you got $900 that you were And either, you have no you, idea what to do you with You were it. either going to flush it or you wanted to spend it on them. Here you go. There you go. Some shoes. Um, Valentino. Yeah. 
Diamond Select has announced a few more items for the fall. There is a Harley Quinn bottle opener based on her appearance in Batman the Animated Series, which is about $18. There you go. That's a little more... Yeah, that's a little more reasonable. That's what I'm talking about. Harley Quinn bottle opener for 18 bucks. That's fun. I I'm, like that. I'm all for it. And a third wave of Gotham figures, which include Barbara Keene, Bruce Wayne, and Victor Zaz. These are about 25 bucks each. Um, I do like that Barbara Keene comes with the Arkham Gate. Yes, yeah, the Arkham Gate, and she's in her and Arkham in her, dress. In her completely realistic and gritty black and white striped Arkham dress. I love that, like... She's a good-looking woman, and they make her oh, very she- fashionable in the show. Yeah. And that's the one that they chose for the figure. I mean, obviously, they want to play up the whole villain yeah. side of it, and that's the way to do it. Uh, but pretty I'll funny. Say, we were talking about Gotham earlier. Yes. I, I like her more than I did in season one. Well, they have really... not held back on her story. Like, where they... What, what, who did she, like... When she was, like, playing that evil woman... Like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she kind of conned Galavans. this. Yeah, she kind of conned this other crime boss, and I really I dug that. Anyway, sorry. yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Like they, they've definitely played around with their storyline, so it's kind of fun. So that, it's nice because everyone hated her. It's nice. Passion. It's very nice. It's a nice. It's a nice. Uh, shut up with your face. Okay, so moving on to uh, Tweeterheads classic Robin Maquette that is now available for pre order. This piece serves as a companion piece to the classic Batman maquette that was previously released. The statue is priced at $189.99, which includes an exclusive alternate head directly from Tweeter Head. So this is a totally classic, like... Yeah, like very, like, 1940s. 1940s. Bat, uh, Robin in his underoos. Pretty buff legs, I gotta say. He's an acrobat, man. Hey, man. It, they didn't hold back on the musculature, which sometimes in the classic versions, they're a little more sleek, yeah. a little more Adam West... Burt Ward, you know, kind of physique, but this one they kind of buffed him out a little bit. It's it's a it's a very nice tribute. I love yeah, it. It's it looks cool. really cool. Uh, Koto Kojo Bukia yes. has released details on an artifacts statue showcasing Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Uh, you can pre-order this now for $49.99. More interchangeable pieces will be revealed later. Statue is going to release in November, and I'll tell you, for 50 bucks. Dude. I am highly, re- I am very tempted to pre-order this right now. If there's anything you d- look up yes. on this list, I would say that is that the is one. that is the best bargain, and the quality looks fantastic, phenomenal. The pose, the 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 attention to the style. I mean, they absolutely nailed the style. So definitely go check that out. Kota Bukia does a lot of different figures. Uh, sometimes they're hit and miss for me, but this one is freaking on the it's money. Awesome. So yeah. it is it is so rad. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, Funko, as we know, is just turning out their product for uh, pretty much every uh, property uh, out there. But uh, for Batman and the DC Universe, they are not only doing their figurines uh, or their little uh, vinyl figures, uh, but (coughs) also T-shirts and other merchandise as well. And there's some really cool stylistically done T-shirts that they've released. Um, one like a more classic uh, Batman and Robin. It's got like the ten cent number one mark on there, but obviously the characters look like they're they're Funko versions of right. the characters. Uh, kind of sideshow style Joker one, a Batman v Superman black and white one with them flying towards one another, and then a really cool Harley Quinn one. So it's kind of crazy, like how these figures are not only fun, like they've kind of taken on their own entity and like they've become their own fi- brand, their own brand. Yeah, yeah. and because yeah, because there's figures, there's shirts, there's keychains there's you know there's 
it's become its own thing. Yes. And I will, I got to say really quick, and we talked about this yesterday, I got to give kudos to Funko because those guys are not phoning it in. They have a huge yeah. empire now, obviously, uh, but they do awesome original sculpts and paint jobs. They're not just taking the same figure and doing a new paint job on it. Uh, and, uh, well, I say that, and then they kind of did that for this a little bit, uh, so not that they don't take advantage of it. This is a great way of doing it, leading into the fact that they have used the Batman and Bat uh, Woman or Batgirl uh, vinyl pump, punk... Funko pop vinyls, one of the figures, and done these really cool imposter versions of them where they basically have a paint over the original Batman and Batgirl or Batwoman uh, figures with the villains uh, yeah. paint kind of scheme over there. So them. you got so like Riddler. Rid, Rid, yeah, Riddler Batman, Two Face Batman, Poison Ivy Batgirl, Harley Quinn Batgirl. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn Batman. Yeah. Uh, Penguin and Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of these? Which one are you going to grab first? Uh, probably none of them because okay, well, uh, it's okay. one of those hypothetically. things. That, hypothetically. Or are you saying if you buy one, you'll have to buy them all? That's the problem with these um, is I they sort of stray towards because I've got like three of these figures. I'm like, it has to be like a pinnacle for me to oh, get. Yeah. Mine are all gifts. Like, yeah, I only have, I have, I have probably six or eight. Uh-huh. Most of them were gifts. All of mine are gifts as well, yeah. actually. And, and, well, and then even like two or three of them were from like Loot Crate. So yeah, it, you know they weren't yeah. specifically purchased. Yeah, but it's all good. They're not going to go out of business because of Andy and I, because our dear friend Brian is in it hard yeah. and he is in it to win. It. I'm pretty sure there are people looking for him, waiting to break his fingers for what he owes. Uh, and in his investment <laughs> in these figures because I just can't wait to see him on uh, his shelf is yeah. because he has a whole freaking shelf of them. I just go there and play with them. <laughs> yeah, well, so anyway, which, which one's your favorite? I, I gotta, put it that uh, one. Which one is the favorite? If they were going to send you a free one, Fun I really guys. like I really like the Two Face one, um, just because the eye and the mouth I think is really fun. I'm not really that big of a fan of the paint scheme of the the Harvey Dent side of it, mm-hmm. um, but I think that the uh, the actual um, Two Face side of it is really cool. Um, uh, other than that, maybe the Penguin, just because it's very. I, I think I it's it's not so much for me like. Um, how good it looks, but how weird it is. Yeah, it's got a monocle. I think that's what I mean, makes it yeah really fun. What about you? You going Riddler on this yeah, one? I'm gonna go Riddler. Although Scarecrow is really tempting. The cool sewn mouth. Yeah, because yeah. Scarecrow is kind of creepy and Halloweeny, and I like that. Yeah, really cool. And then also they have uh, aside from that uh, these these Batman or Batman universe, I should say, uh, Funko Pop vinyl pens with those little. The little tiny Funko Pop vinyls on the end of the eraser bit of these uh, pens, which are That's really fun. neat as well. So, yeah, again, talking about the versatility of this stuff. But go check those out at BatmanUniverse.net as well. Yeah, and they have a, uh, a Legion of Collectors subscription box. Oh, yes. Uh, which will focus on Suicide Squad in July. So, uh, if you want, if you're interested in that, go check that out as well. Yeah, Link is on BatmanUniverse.net. Indeed. Yes. Uh, moving on, Prime One Studios revealed their Batman Arkham Knight Batmobile, Batmobile statue priced at $1,599. <laughs> I'll take two. Yeah, I'll take a couple, just in case. Uh, God, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, it looks awesome, but again, it's just Phew. one of those things that, like, 
I, I imagine myself as a sixty-year-old collector, and yeah. that's when I'm like, "Yep, Daddy wants that for Christmas." Right. Like that's where I'm going uh, on my thirty-year-old uh, salary right now. Not so attainable. Yeah. I have other things I got to cover, but it looks it looks worth it. Uh, it looks like it's got lights and a great base, and like the yeah. quality is there. I'm sure at that price point, it is amazing. It's phenomenal. I'm sure you know, but um, I just love that they we keep seeing these this merchandise that is so high end. It just lets you know it's like there's obviously a market for this stuff. There's obviously collectors out there that go for these crazy high end things, uh, and I just love the variety of it all. You know, there's yeah. something for everyone. From whether you can spend ten dollars or nine hundred on a pair of Velcro shoes, there's something for everyone. Isn't that a, yeah. lo- a motto? There's something for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think is. it's our new logo. Yeah. It's our new motto. There's something um, and, for everyone. And then finally, a new Lego set's coming out. The Lego set is uh, called Batman Rescue from Ra's al Ghul. Includes the first time in Lego form, Ra's al Ghul, Talia al Ghul, as well as Damian Wayne Robin. Pretty awesome. A Batmobile dune buggy. That thing a, is cool. And a small set for the al Ghuls that includes a Lazarus pit. This will come out in August. We don't know the price yet. <laughs> I love the little Lazarus pit. Yeah, and Italian and Raz or Raish, however you want to say it. Uh, their swords are longer than their whole bodies. Yeah, like they're out to do business. This is a kind of a random one, but that's cool. Like I, it is. Of it's all weird. the random things where they're like, hey, let's do one dedicated to Raz al Ghul, Raz al Ghul and Talia. Yeah. All right. It's like, huh? Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, collectors, man. Yeah. Like Pokemon, you got to catch them all. It's true. Uh, So that wraps up the merchandise portion of it. So, again, we did go over everything, but obviously from our voices, um, we can't tell you what they look like very specifically. So go check out the images of those things uh, at thebatmanuniverse.net and uh, just try and keep that $900 in your wallet. Go ahead. I dare you. I Sweet. I challenge you. All right. Well, there you go. We also we did talk about the DC Universe the exhibit over at Warner Brothers at the Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood. Uh, again, I gave you kind of a little quick overview of what that is. Check out those photos on Holy Batcast on Instagram or on Twitter. Yes. And then if you're interested in that, and if you're going to be in Burbank or if you already live in Burbank, go to uh, Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood dot com. Or just Google it. I don't know if that's the real address or not. I'm sure um, they'll find it. Just I'm sure you'll find Google it. Google them or Bing but or whatever you use. Abs- absolutely worth your time. Tour. And, uh, again, so much cool Suicide Squad stuff. Great BVS stuff. Again, I didn't expect to see that Robin suit, and it's awesome. Yeah. I didn't expect to see the bat creature, which is so scary and yeah. cool. Because oh, you only get it for a quick second in the movie. Right. When you look at it, you're like, it's really awesome. So Dude. there's tons of cool stuff there. Check it out. Um, what was the biggest surprise for you? I mean, like, uh, visually, you think? Like, was there anything that you saw that you are like, oh, I didn't know it was going to, like, a size or stature or anything? Oh. Or, like, you know, I'm curious to see it. You know, because sometimes when you see things in person, right, you're like, well, right. I didn't know that was like that. I mean, obviously you said the man bat, the thing, that's yeah, creature. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, gosh, Sorry, is anything, no, anything as far as, like, size goes, I guess, didn't really blow me away uh, because it all seemed about right mm-hmm. but I guess they had tons of Suicide Squad like props and weapons Oh, and that was really interesting Whoa. so like the Joker's gun and the Joker's Ooh. cane Ooh. and Harley Quinn's gun and Deadshot's gun and Katana's swords wow. like getting to see those yeah. are so cool and it's amazing like how meticulously those are crafted mm. uh, 
for, for with details that you probably will never see in the movie. Wow, I love Harley's seeing- mat. Harley's ha- Harley's mat. Harley's mallet. Yeah. Is there. Wow. And it's and not only does it have like the little face, it has writing and text around oh, it too. Man. So stuff like Those that details. is neat. I love that. The devil's in the details. And like reading Harley's jacket was fun. That's so cool, dude. Ah, I can't wait to check this out. And uh, I'm sure you guys are excited to check it out, too, if you can. Uh, a little bit of listener feedback we got. Um, did I not put the freaking name of this person? I'm a jerk. Uh, wow, I don't know how that happened. I apparently cut out the name of this person. I'm so sorry to whoever just – should I even do it? For whoever wrote For whoever this? whoever wrote this? Um, yeah, let's do it because it's interesting. All right, you read it and I will I'm look up the name right now. All right, so we did get this message. Uh, the message said, just donated. So thank you so much for donating, and uh, we definitely appreciate the support. He said, I love the podcast. You guys always crack me up. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, possible spoilers, I guess. What do you think about the rumors? Eh, it's a rumor. It's not really a spoiler. But he said, what do you think of the rumors that we might see Batman take down Killer Croc in Suicide Squad? I'm already super excited about the film, but the more Batman, the better for me. While I can see BVS wasn't a perfect movie, Ben Affleck is already my favorite Batman. Oh, and I loved your rant on Holy Batcast, Andy. Just perfect. Anyways, thanks again. Um, yeah, we, we mentioned this briefly earlier, but we didn't really share what we thought. And I like, I'm like. i glad that you liked my rant on Holy Batcast. Um, you know, we all have those moments. <laughs> you gotta um, go off sometimes. But anyway, this is Alex Casey. Alex Casey. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Alex. Sorry about that. It's or, okay. or ma'am, I'm not sure. Thank you either way. It's Alex, it's a it's a yeah. it's both. But any Alex, thanks for the message. Yes. What do I think about Batman possibly taking down Killer Croc and Suicide Squad? I freaking love yeah, it. Yeah, we already discussed that, man. I Holy think that cow. is so cool and uh, I hope that that pans out because that would be so awesome. Yeah, yeah, just the dynamic too like of them fighting and especially, you know, they've done that in the games where like he'll go in the water and pop up. It just yeah. like makes it like a really interesting approach to how Batman has to defeat him because yeah. not only size-wise, but Batman is when he, if he fights him in the sewers, he's in his world, you know. Yeah. So he has to figure out how. We to already know that he's got a breather in Suicide Squad. Yep, we already so seen. We that, already seen. That's it. something. Yeah. Woo! Can't wait. Awesome. That's it. So there you go, Alex, Alex. Thanks. Thanks for donating. Uh, yes, thank you, sir. And thank you for the message. If you have questions, just send them our way, and we will be sure to answer them on the next episode. Just like Alex, please, uh, any help that you could give us to, with those server costs, we would appreciate it. Again, go to the thebatmanuniverse.net. The donate tab is on the right or is on the left. I don't know. Your left, my right. I don't know. It's on the right. It's You'll the see right. it. Scroll down. You'll see it. It's the one where it says donate money. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see it. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah. Anyway, that is where we will wrap up this episode of the Batman Universe. Again, please go to thebatmanuniverse.net for not just this show and this information, but so much more. Lots of great news, photos of merchandise, a lot of other great podcasts uh, about comics, about Robin, about Batgirl and all kinds of great things uh, to scratch your Batman itch, as it were. Um, Also, again, check out uh, my other show, Holy Batcast. So if you want to hear more about uh, the DC Universe exhibit or you want to hear about uh, in-depth discussion about Jeff Johns' new position or about The Killing Joke. I just talked to uh, the storyboard artist from The Killing Joke. Right. Go to Holy Batcast. You can find that where you find all podcasts. Go to holybatcast.com and also find it on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. But that will just about do it. Yes, sir. So on behalf of Jamie, I've been one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time here in the Batman Universe. Bye.
the Batman universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. So yeah, well, I'm uh, glad you set an hour and a half aside, so that way it's... Like, I always do, because yeah. we never get in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Ever. It's always like... We might... We, we had one news story, and it would be an hour and 12 yeah, minutes. that's true. Well, I do a lot of filibustering, potentially, <laughs> as well. Who are you, Pat Oswalt? <laughs> Who are you? I, I can never live to that caliber of filibustering, but, well, you know... we all have aspirations. <laughs> yeah, that's okay? right. One day. I one think day. You, I believe in you. Thanks, man. One day. Sit down. And write the combo Marvel, uh, Batman, DC Universe throwdown. And it's going to be better than the one in the 90s, all right? It damn well better That's be. That's right. Which is not a hard... Not a hard bar ever, to reach. Yeah, did you ever...